This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Working uh, to combat climate change as a senior communications strategist. She is super competitive, loves pugs, maybe a bit too much, and has a great fondness for very ugly animals. Please welcome my friend Lauren. Hi, how are you? All right, let's hide that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well considering, you know. All right, so let's yeah, uh, yeah let's get into this. Um, first off, I like to start off with like a fun fast round. Um, so oh, first of all, I am uh, Samantha Cash. I am here with Weekly Woman. And I would like to do a fast round really quickly. Okay, so this is just like a one word answer. So chapstick or lip gloss? Chapstick. Okay. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Bubblegum or mint? Mint. Book or nook? <laughs> Book. But like I recently got a nook and it's very, or I got a Kindle and it's very handy. So I'm conflicted. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Beach. Spring or fall? Spring. Inside or outside? Trick question. Everyone should be inside right now. Quarantine. Well, that's fair. Fair valid, but sad. <laughs> fair but sad. All right. Um, so where are you living? What, what are you doing? What's up with you? Well, I'm currently at my parents' house in San Diego, but I usually live in D.C. Uh, but I'm riding out the, you know, global pandemic where there's backyards and sunshine. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> was it a big move? Was it a big culture shock when you first moved to D.C.? Because I know that's, uh, that's a huge difference going from like very Southern California to, you know, proper East Coast. It was a little bit, uh, everybody dressed differently. Um, I've learned about a, a clothing company called Vineyard Vines that every person in my, so I moved to DC for college um, and every person in like my freshman dorm, like first uh, day was just clad in these outfits with a little whale emoji thing on it. And I had no idea what it was and then learned quickly what it was. But um, it was a little bit of a culture shock, but not a whole lot. I don't think that outside of like the way people dress, but I don't think like the stereotypes of like our personalities are different, like San Diego's slow paced, whereas the East Coast is fast paced. Like if you are fast paced, then you're fast paced. If you're slow paced, then you're slow paced. Like there are people everywhere who fit both sides of the coin. What, uh, what's your favorite thing about living in DC? Um, it's small, but it still feels like a big city. So it's only six miles wide. So you can see all really? of it in a in a day. Um, and and then some, but um, it still feels like a big city. It's still, you know, I don't have a car there and I don't need one. I can bike, walk, public transportation to get everywhere. Uh, there's a lot of different cultures. It still feels like a big city, despite the fact that it's pretty small. Also, it's not as north as New York City and it's not as cold. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big <laughs> deal. Um, so what, if, if I were to go to DC, what restaurant would you recommend? What's your favorite place to go? So there's this little El Salvadorian place in the basement of um, a row house across the street from my apartment. Um, and it is has some of the best pupusas I have ever had. And that is where I would take you. One, because it's convenient. And two, because it's delicious. What it's is called it? El Reconcito Dos. It's like, um, it's kind of like a cross between a quesadilla and a tamale um so it's so it's got like the masa that you have uh in a tamale but the filling is like you know cheese and chicken or whatnot or beans or whatnot um and then it's like kind of flat and round and then griddled like a quesadilla i mean <laughs> once this quarantine shuts down i'm flying out there solely for that reason i mean you as well but 
you know. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I would love to have you send a recipe and I can try and share it if uh, if you can figure that out. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Quarantine activity, right? Mm -hmm. So let's get into who you are and like why we're talking to you. Um, take me through a step-by-step -step on who you are and how you got to, you know, where you are today. My name's Lauren. Um, I grew up in uh, San Diego, as you are aware, which is, you know, surrounded by all of, like, we have every terrain and climate at our doorstep. We have the beach, um, a hop, skip, and a jump. If we want to see snow, we just have to drive up to the mountains an hour. I grew up and doing outdoors um, things all the time. We'd go camping with my, um, with my family all the time. We'd go backpacking. And I got interested in climate that way, in preserving our natural spaces, making sure everybody has access to the great outdoors, and then making sure that we have that access for future generations down the line and climate change uh, prevents that from happening. Thought I wanted to be a lobbyist, dad does, but on the state level. And then I learned very quickly that I don't like talking to strangers and that lobbying was not for me. But right um, the summer between my freshman and sophomore years, I interned with the Sierra Club on their political program, which is helping get environmental champions elected. And I helped write a web voter guide. So it was, you could look up your, you know, the candidates running for office in your area, and you could see where they stand on certain issues from, you know, clean air and water to being pro-choice, things like that. And I realized that what I do like to do that is not talking to strangers is writing. And so from there, um, I knew that I didn't want to be a lobbyist. I wanted to work in the media and communication side of things to help persuade other folks and persuade legislators to do the right thing or to, you know, to protect our environment and our clean water and clean air for, you know, to make sure everybody has access to that with the written word. And so from there, I interned at the White House and um, at a San Diego based environmental justice um, organization. And then right after, right before I graduated college, Sierra Club hired me back full time to be a, uh, to work in their comms shop on, on their transportation program and their gender program. And from there, I've worked on a few different areas leading up to um, a lot of our anti-Trump work, because he's generally not great for the environment. I'm working to oust a corrupt cabinet member from the EPA and calling out all of the egregious things that the administration is doing to attack our clean air, clean water, and our climate. And since then, I've gotten a new job where I work behind the scenes with other environmental organizations, helping them with messaging and with content so that they all have can work together and have a united front and get the right message out to uh, continue pushing back on all of the assaults on our rights to uh, breathe, drink, and go outside. Well, you're doing the good fight, and I'm sure it's a hard one. Um, but I know that it's fun sometimes because I I know that you previously at your previous job wrote a lot of puns. Do you have a favorite or that you remember or anything? Do you have uh, something that you really enjoyed that you wrote? Yeah. So Scott Pruitt used to be the administrator of the EPA, and he mishandled the administration. He was using it at like a corporate slush fund for himself. And one of the things he did was he bought, I think it was like $2,000 pens. It was 
an insane amount of money to spend on a pen. Like pens? Yeah, like to write with. Yeah, like pens. Like, you know, has ink. Oh. You, you, you write it down. And okay. I write... I write press releases for a living. That's a lot of what I do. And I I wrote a whole quote. I think it was like two or three sentences. And I think I fit four or five writing puns in there. Being like the writing's <laughs> on the wall. He has to leave. Things like that. Yeah, I think that was my, that's my, one of my favorite. Um, but he did a lot that led to puns. Uh, he spent a lot of money on hand lotion and mattresses and Chick-fil-A's. While he was awful, he did make it fun. It was, it was cathartic to push back via wordplay. Yeah. Yeah, always healthy to have, you know, fun ways to handle upsetting situations. Where is your favorite place that you've traveled then? Because I know that you just did a cross-country, you know, drive as well. But, you know, do you have a favorite place that you've been? Probably Australia, where I did study abroad. But Portugal was also really fun because I did it with my twin sister. I also know that you are big on running. Uh, My first question is, why? Um. It's, you You can do it anytime, anywhere. You don't need a gym. Also, as previously mentioned, I like to be outside. And it's a, it's an activity where you, unless you're on a treadmill, but that's sad. And I don't like to see the numbers move. It's distracting and I like that. Um, and so I like to be outside and you, you know, you can do it in nature or on your blocks, but you can do it anywhere and always. And it's, it's good exercise. And also I'm competitive with myself. And so it's a good way to, you know, you want to go faster or further the next day. And it's a tri- travel activity where you can, yeah. And well, and you're outside, which is always, always good. Perfect. Um, I know you just did the Ragnar, but I'm not quite sure what that is. Would you explain it? And then again, why? <laughs> <laughs> so a Ragnar is odd, but one of the more fun things I've ever done. You get a group of 12 friends together or in my case 10 you rent two vans and you run 200 miles collectively over the course of 24 hours so someone is always running it's a relay race and you have like um you know like a slap bracelet you got at like a book fair uh in elementary school yeah that's that's the baton so like the handoff is like slapping someone else's wrist with this bracelet and then they start running and it's great and i did it in new hampshire but they do them all over the country they're delirious afterwards enduring so you're all like sleep deprived and running high on endorphins and in close quarters and everybody everything is like happy silly at the end of it because everybody's so tired and so hyped up and it's just it's a lot of fun and you don't run 200 miles yourself it's split up so i think i ended up running like 25 over the course of 24 hours so like it's not like you're running a marathon straight it's it's split up some of it was run at 3 a.m some of it was run at like 2 30 in the afternoon you know i think i ran five legs maybe maybe six. Oh my gosh that's still a lot 25 miles in 24 hours is still a lot of running <laughs> it was a little sore afterwards just a little <laughs> <laughs> just a little what other um athletic uh, activities did you like grow up doing and everything like I'm, i know you're very active so i played all of the sports but not for a long time so i never got good at any of them with i have a twin sister and so we always had to play the same sport but if one of us didn't like it, then we moved on to the next sport. So between because of that, you know, Samantha and I started doing ballet together with kinder dance when we were like three. And then from there, Alana and I did like jazz and tap and also soccer and uh, softball and tennis and swim team and water polo and track and probably more than I'm forgetting. But currently I coach 
my work's softball team, which and play on it, which which is my my well, it's canceled for the summer because of coronavirus. But it's one of the things I do like doing normally. All right. Uh, so before we move into quarantine questions, I just I, I want to make sure everyone knows um, how many pug things did you have at your desk? 37. When people find out that there's something that you like and it's easy to find them, it's an easy gift. And it's a gift that I appreciate. But uh, I get given a lot of pugs and it just kind of became a thing. And so I had 37 pugs in a cubicle, which is there was there was a lot of pugs. What was your favorite pug gift that you were given? Oh, it was this terrifying finger puppet where you put the pug on the pug's head on like your middle finger, and then you had the feet on your other finger. You made it like walk, but to have its head lift up, you kind of had to flip people off. It had orange eyes, so it was just like terrifyingly creepy. And like someone was just like it. It was like it was the stereotype of me like oh that's a pug to buy that for lauren and the thought that like it wasn't creepy enough to like stop this person from doing that they were just like pug lauren and i found it hilarious and it just sat there i didn't have it on my hand a lot but i rested its head on its feet and it was yeah it just sat in the corner of the desk i appreciate that friend so much <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why the person who created this finger puppet thought orange eyes were a good idea but they did I frequently have dog things with orange eyes, you know? I find it the most appealing eye for a dog. Yeah, definitely natural. So, very natural. How is your quarantine going? It's going, I'm, so it's going well. I, to get here, I drove across the country with a coworker. So I'm living at my mom and my, I'm sorry, my dad and my stepmom's house. My stepbrother has heart trouble. So I had to be quarantined at my mom's house in Phoenix for two weeks before getting here. So we drove from, DC to St. Louis and then St. Louis to Texas, Texas to Phoenix. And then I was there for two weeks and then from there drove to San Diego. And then I've been in San Diego for, I think I'm three weeks now, maybe four, but it's good. It's sunny here. Talking back to my, talking to my friends in DC, they're cold, it's raining and I don't have that problem. And I live by myself in a small apartment and I was a little worried about like, drawing you know face on a volleyball yeah so i i uh i came out here so i could be surrounded by people in sunshine which i think was a good move mental yeah, health wise yeah and i know um i know your sister alana she lives in new york city so it's not like you guys could get together because you know that's a hot mm -hmm. spot zone, so yeah and her roommate is um she's in medical school and so she's doing her rotations at the hospital right now and so she's being very careful and alana has a washing machine in a new york city apartment which is unheard of but is very helpful she can you know take her scrubs off and whatnot second she gets in the door and they're being very safe but it's also not a place where you should invite more people to be yeah there needs to be a system in place that needs to be kept with that kind of situation what do you miss the most in quarantine because i know it's like it is it's hard being inside and i know we're not taking the brunt of the issue we're very secure we have wonderful homes in southern california where we can go outside a little bit but it's still hard to you know be isolated socially so what what's something that you wish you could have it's hard not to see people in person. I live within like a square block radius with most of my DC friends that just kind of happened to be that way. And so we were, you know, always at each other's houses, just bopping along, seeing each other. And that's not the case anymore. It has to, everything has to be very scheduled now because you all have to get on the Zoom at the same time. And three hours doesn't seem like a lot of a time difference, but it 
it is when you're scheduling like, you know, things after work and whatnot. Cause like, you know, while it's not late for me here, it can be like very late for them there or vice versa. Like they start brunch at like 9 a.m. in San Diego all through like, you know, Zoom things. And so it's hard having to coordinate and stare at so many screens to see people. It's difficult. Yeah. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. I saw your Instagram story uh, with all of the food that you're making. What has been your favorite? What's been like the most challenging? Any good food stories? Croissants were the hardest, but they weren't difficult. They just took a long time. And I enjoyed that one because to get to make croissants, you have to get like a long rectangle of butter. And to do that, you take a mallet and you just whack at some butter. Also cathartic. And so I, those were the most challenging, but I also liked making those the best. Also, just like, you know, weekends, you're not leaving the house, but you're also not working and you're seeing folks, but you know, you Zoom was only going for so long because it's hard to stare at screens. So yeah. it took a long time and it was, it took like a day of doing like you, you fold it and then you put it in the fridge and then you take it out an hour later and then you fold it, you put it in the fridge, take it out. So it is a, it was a process and it like, it took a long time, which I was thankful for because it, it took a Sunday, like an entire Sunday. <laughs> Perfect. Just take up more time, please. Please. Yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of taking up time, um, I know a lot of people are running out of like Netflix shows or things to watch. Do you have any suggestions or have you been watching anything that you really recommend? A lot of my coworkers had been telling me to watch Shit's Creek and I hadn't gotten around to it until uh, this quarantine. Um, and I got through it in like a week. I loved it so much. Um, and I found myself talking like Alexis and I was like, you have to stop that. Yeah, with the little hands. <laughs> I am not a little bit Alexis, I'm a lot of Lauren. But I loved Shit's Creek, it was so funny. Yeah, I, I also love Shit's Creek. We've been uh, watching the final season like one episode a night to like kind of string it along so we can appreciate it a little longer. Kind of like we've gone over fun things and like important stuff, but I just want to know, what do you think it is to be a woman today? Opportunity. I don't think we're held back at the moment. At Well, mostly not held back at the moment because of our gender. And so we're able to just go for it. Like, you know, we haven't been able to in past generations and being a woman now means opportunity to, to do what you want to do, be who you want to be. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, that gives me so much hope. Final question. If someone were to come up to you, if a woman were to come up to you and ask for your advice and you only had like a few minutes to talk to them, what is the best advice that you could give them? Just do it. Just do it. If, you're, if you want to make something happen, just 
just do it. Be persistent. Go after what you want and just just do it. Oh, I love that. Such such good such good words of happiness in this time. Is there anything else you would like to say? Anything you'd like to add? I hope everybody is doing the best they can and that we'll all get through this and be a happier time soon. Well, it was great having you on, Lauren. I am so happy to welcome you to the Weekly Woman Sisterhood. And uh, I will probably see you over Zoom. Sounds good. Stay safe out there, everyone. Wash your hands. Thank you.